As the economy starts to reopen and more people start to go back to work, there will be questions. Forget for a moment all the questions about whether we're going too fast or too slow. How will we know if we're going too fast or too slow and all of that? What a lot of people want to know is, how can I go back to work safely? That is Assuming, of course, you have a job still. The job numbers released on Monday were pretty stark. Unemployment nationally up to 13%. In London, St. Thomas, it's up to 8.9% with 16,000 people losing their job in April. Uh, to talk about this, we're joined by employment lawyer Lior Semfiro. He's a partner at Semfiro to Markin. I appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. Good, good morning, Devin. Uh, the economic impact of the country has been staggering, but has the true economic impact uh, being realized yet, do you think? Oh, not not at all. And even those numbers, as bad as they are, I don't think they're an actual reflection of what's going on there in terms of jobs. If you think about it, across Canada, over 7.5 million uh, people have applied for the CERB benefits, meaning they've either lost their jobs or their income has been reduced to almost nil. There's millions of others who are in that situation but don't qualify for the CRB. Then there's those people whose job has been uh, reduced, changed, pay has been cut. Uh, And I I think out of the workforce, over half of the individuals have had their job impacted in some way. And the biggest unknown is, is it going to come back? Are these people going to go back to work the way they were? Is their job going to be there? Or is it going to be a very different job with less pay? So I think time still uh, will tell how big the impact is, but it hasn't been felt fully yet. Well, let's uh, talk about that. Like if someone has been put on temporary layoff and is now or soon will be called back, can they refuse to go back if they don't think it's safe? And that is an extremely common question. I've been getting quite a bit uh, lately. And here's how that works. An employer has a strict legal obligation to take all the safety precautions that are put forward by the government and health authorities, whether it's with respect to social distancing or allowing certain people into a a store, all those precautions the employer must take. Now, once the employer does that, the employee does have to go back to work if they're called back. A lot of individuals may still feel unsafe or uncomfortable even if the precautions are taken. They don't want to leave the house, and I think that's understandable on, on many levels. But legally speaking, if they still say no, they may be considered by their employer to have resigned, which means they lost their job, and they would have been be cut off from the benefits that the government provides, like the CERB. So at the end of the day, from a safety standpoint, the key here is whether the employer is meeting the obligations and the guidelines that the government has put forward. Uh, you mentioned, you know, there's, you know, some gray in terms of we see the numbers from Stats Canada, but there could be more to the story. If, you know, someone's recalled to work but paid less than they were before, what uh, is what sort of uh, should people know about that? So the general rule that applies at all time, whether it's in a pandemic situation or not, is that an employer is not allowed to make significant changes to terms of employment. And when it comes to pay cuts, usually anything over a 10% pay cut is considered, quote-unquote, significant. So if an employer makes uh, or, or implements a pay cut that's significant, the employee then has a choice. They can treat that pay cut as a termination of employment. We call that a constructive dismissal. And then require their employer to pay severance, or they can accept that pay cut. Now, in many situations in the past, an employee may say, yeah, I'll get my severance and I'll move on because I think I can find another job fairly quickly. Well, right now, with the economy and and, and the unemployment rate being what it is, 
employees are more hesitant, I think, to look for that job, so they may have no choice but to accept the pay cut that otherwise would be legal. But the rule still remains the same. You have that option if your employer imposes a pay cut to treat that as a termination and get severance. Is there an order to which employees must be recalled, like seniority or age? So in a non-union environment, there really isn't. Uh, So an employer may choose who he or she wishes to call back, whether it's a senior or junior, and what skills they need. In a unionized environment, yes, they do have to follow seniority. But if you're a more senior employee and you're not being called back to work and someone else is, that in and of itself is not illegal. It's a question of whether or not you end up getting called back to work. And if not, then, of course, you get severance. Or if you you do get called back to work, whether the job that you're being uh, brought back into is the one that you had before you left. Uh, finally, if you're going back to work and your boss or your company says they want you to get tested for coronavirus, is that something they can do? So, you know, this is kind of uncharted territory, of course. We've never had to do that before. But the general rule is that, yes, your employer can require you to have uh, a test that uh, as long as it involves a fever and it's a, a touchless type of test, then they can require that as a safety precaution as long as that data is not recorded, stored, or shared with anyone. It's just used for the purpose of determining whether you pose a risk. And an employer can say to an employee that if you're not going to agree to that test, we can't allow you into that workplace. I think a lot of employers are doing that, and that is something that's acceptable understanding that there is a big safety concern here that the employer is trying to uh, deal with. Love having these days. Uh, Lior, I appreciate you answering some of them uh, for us this morning. Thank you very much. All the best, Nathan. Thank you. That is uh, Lior Samfiro, partner at Samfiro Tumarkin, uh, employment lawyers, and certainly uh, knows uh, whereof he speaks. I'll-